from the NLRPD to KTHV to behind the microphone. It's Scott Romine with Guatney Unplugged. Hey, I'm really excited. This segment, the, the rest of the show, we're talking to my brother from another mother, uh, Rusty Robinson over in Jackson, Tennessee. How are you, Rusty? Doing good, man. You doing all right? I'm doing good. You know, uh, I met you, you know, it's probably been like 15 years ago or something. We we it's met been, at a... It's been a long time ago. Bunny Run, I think, over in Jackson, something like that. It was a car show. Yep. And I brought my General Lee over there, and and this just never happens. You had a you show up. You've got a General Lee. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, I guess it was probably two thousand five or earlier. Yeah, it's, yeah. I can remember showing. Up. Everybody kept saying, "Are you at the fairgrounds?" And I, I wasn't there yet, so I knew <laughs> something was going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have uh, the we share the same mutual interest uh, when it comes to cars. Uh, my fascination has always been television and movie cars, but you've taken it to a whole nother level. Yeah, uh, it's a. I think it's some kind of disease. You know, I think we could get checked out. You know, and <laughs> we might could even get some kind of government help out of this deal. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> what re- What is it that really led you to being fascinated with TV and movie cars? I think growing up in the eighties. Everything had a car in it. Every show, um, the show had a major. I mean, the the car was a biggest character as the as the actors were, and I think that's just. And you know, I had I had cars in me from the very beginning. You know, my mom's got like the church bulletin. I'm drawing on the back of it a car. You know, but I think really, I mean, honestly, you take the Dukes of Hazard. That was a major. You know, when it come out, you know, Friday night, I was in. My cousin was there, you know, and and watch it there, you know, and it was something my dad could watch too. He he loved to watch it with me, so it was that. I think that, and then from then on, you know, you got the A Team, you got Knight Rider, you got uh, Starskin Hutch and Hardcastle McCormick and Fall Guy, and everything just builds up into you. And you- so from that point on, I wanted to generally. That was the main thing I wanted that. For sure, you know. So that was the first car you built, I guess? Well, I had, the one I got now is not the same one I had when I was real young. When I was around uh, uh, 20, I, I had one that wasn't great, you know, and I sold it and then finally eventually got another. It got a lot better one, you know. Now, how many of these cars do you have now? <sighs> probably like TV, movie cars, uh, probably around 50. Around 50? 50 wow 50, close to it anyway somewhere in that area so and some of them you know some people i don't really like to count ones that's not completely finished but i got some projects going that's not completely done but you know well i know you're building a 66 batmobile yeah 66 bat the projects i got going i got a 66 batmobile and we're building a another i got just a stock delorean but we're building one to put on the roof of the building it's a flying delorean and uh Speak. I've got um, uh, from Back to the Future too. I got another futuristic motorcycle that's not done. Well, sure, but, stuff like that. But you'll get there. Now, speaking of the building, let's talk about you own the TV and movie car museum there in Jackson, Tennessee, and this open to the public. You're not very far from I forty. Uh, what? About, go ahead. I'm what? Sorry. What led to to that? Uh, people, I, I would have you know. It, 
had all the stuff at my house in a big garage and we'd have like local car clubs want to come by and have a picnic and stuff like that and then you know i'd get people just drive up i've had people I, the one that stands out in my mind this is bmw pulls up and I, I just happen to be in the garage door open he goes man are you the one with all the, the movie cars and i said yeah he said can we look and i said you know, sure, you know, I'm, I'm, it was out-of-state tag, like Texas tag. And I said, hi in the world. He goes, you know, we was just looking at stuff on the Internet. And we found the pictures and then searched it out, found it. You know, but you could find anything on the Internet. Now, That's true. Nowadays, this is uh, probably 10 or 12 years ago. But I thought, you know, if somebody wants to see that stuff that bad, I ought to just make it where people could actually look at it instead of dust sitting on it, you know. So, so that's how the, found, the museum came to be. Found the building and... and just open on the weekends it's just you know a hobby it's not not full-time I'm, I'm sure not full i'm sure you could but i just got too much other stuff going on i can't i don't have the, the time to run it seven uh, days i understand well how did you uh, begin to network in order to obtain real movie cars because some of yours are uh, not replicas now uh i guess like uh the internet's the, the best uh, you know that's the that's how I become able to get, you know, just like uh, some boards, you know, back in the good old days for Facebook and all that, you get on movie car boards, sure. you know, and, and it's, uh, each board was designed specifically for a certain thing, and I'd join and, you know, dig around. I mean, and far as, uh, and that's how I'd meet people, you know, sure. people trying to sell something. And, and once, like the like buying from somebody who works for the studio, once you buy one thing, they're gonna send you an email. So hey, because they're looking for somebody that's not gonna uh, have to. Look, a lot of the stuff, you know, I bought. I never seen it until it dropped off the truck at at my place. Sure, you just gotta gamble that uh, you know it's gonna be okay. Because they 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 don't have time to deal with. Uh, send me a picture of this. Does it, yeah, they'll, they'll, right. Uh, they're just gonna sell it, you and want ship it, it to or you. You don't want it. Yeah, because they're they're just getting rid of stuff. You know, like the Death Race Mustang, when I got the car, the movie was still, it was just released in the movie theater, you know. And uh, and you have the original Death Race yeah. Mustang. Mm, from the from the Jason Statham Jason movie, Statham, yeah. which is an awesome movie. Have any yeah. of the stars from these movies ever walked through your shop? Uh, the, 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 the ones that, Paul Michael Glazer, he came and, and man, super nice guy. Uh, Starsky and Hutch actor. Yeah, the Starskin Hutch actor. He was in town. He had a friend that was in town. He'd come down to the museum and just met people, signed the car. Uh, his friend got in, behind on what he was doing. He said, can can we go get something to eat? So we went to Logan's 8. I mean, just, just uh, down-to-earth, super nice guy. Uh, Did you know uh, he also directed The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> what was the one with the ice skating? Uh, the... The cutting edge. He, he, he directed that, he that, that as well. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Now, you I understand there are some movie cars that have Arkansas ties. I, two of yep. them come to mind. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies truck is in Arkansas. The original truck from from the Beverly Hillbillies. Everybody, you know, there's stuff from movies, but like the one and only that George Barris done for the original Beverly Hillbillies was donated to the Ralph Foster Museum. And in Arkansas, and uh, it's been there for since the show was canceled. I guess you mean they that show's thought, canceled. <laughs> well, at it least seem like it. I, I, and you know, people come to the museum and say, "I just watched that this morning. Well, I, I've heard that 
five million times, you know, it's on every morning on some channel because people say, I watched that this morning. At least they're still making Bonanza. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I understand also, and I I might have told you this, as I know, the original truck from BJ and the Bear set in Arkansas for 20-some-odd years uh, after the TV show. BJ BJ McKay, right? Yeah, you you told me that, and I'm still sick over that, to think that that thing was that close to me. (laughs) And I didn't even know it. It just it makes you makes your stomach roll. I believe it's set in a field it, in West and, Memphis. And, and you're going to tell me they sold it for a little nothing too. So it's really going to make it bad. Well, <laughs> the sad part is the people didn't get the monkey. You know, they only got the oh, truck. Man. You know, golly, <laughs> didn't get either of the girls either, right? That's right. Rusty, where's your shop at? Where can people come to the museum? Uh, it's uh, it's in Jackson, Tennessee. It's like three miles off I forty. Uh, it's 323 Hollywood Drive, believe it or not. That's a perfect so, name. And, yeah, we're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 to 5. Man, I think and, people uh, would And if, if, you know, if you're coming through and I'm not doing it, call the phone. And if I can meet you down there and let you check it out, most of the time I, I can do it, you know. Yeah. I don't mind. You have got some just fascinating stuff. I want to ask you how the 89 Keaton Batmobiles came to exist, because that was something Warner Brothers, I know, never technically allowed to happen. Yeah, it was, that that car is, you know, there, there are so many, and it's probably like the 66, but you go in all these museums, and it's the number five Batmobile, the number three Batmobile. Uh, there was only, as far as I know, like running and driving two screen new Batmobiles. Right. And Warner Brothers still has both of them. They were painted, later on they were painted gray for OnStar commercials. When That's OnStar right. first came out, Batman was part of the deal on that. But those two cars were made in England. And uh, Anton first designed the car, and said, and it was just something out of somebody's you know brain. It never, and a lot of people said it started out as a Corvette. It never started out as anything. It's, they carved it out of foam and made the body and, and put, it on a, put it on a stretch caprice classic frame that's right uh, so when they done that they never thought about anything we like the way this looks well a friend of mine that does a lot of movies cars and stuff uh for the second back the batman returns movie, but he's done a bunch for other stuff jay orberg they filmed batman returns in the united states so they shipped the cars on a you know ship uh, to california and jay was in charge of this so he goes down and gets the cars well it won't fit on his car carrier. It won't fit in. It won't. Fit, it wouldn't fit in a semi truck. Wow! And what it was, it's almost. You know, it's it's so wide it won't go through an eight foot door. And they said, "Well, you got to do something about this." You know, so he pulled a mold, shortened the, the the back fenders of it, and 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 made a copy for promotional, like for going out to the of museums or six flags park uh, six flags like had a well, lot of six flags had a car on display back then yeah yeah and and most of them are just a shell too a lot of people think they're the real car it's just that just for displays all is the ones in the casinos you know most of them there's nothing in them it's just a fiberglass shell right so you know he he made a moat well a body slipped out here and there you know and and once one gets out that's a moat for another one you know so for a long time, the 89 had a patent on it. The patent run out now. But, uh, you know, Warner Brothers got mad at Jay and destroyed all the molds he had. And, and he's got, like, a lawsuit against him. He cannot have anything to do with the Batmobile anymore, you know. So, really? Uh, 
but he made all the extra stuff, the ducks, the, you know, the, the penguin vehicles and all that stuff, the bat boat. He done all that stuff, you know, and he don't get any credit really that, you know, what he did to, sure. for a lot of shows and stuff. You know, I would say that this fan car stuff started back the 1966 Batmobile. I know that the show technically had the number one car, and then uh, Barris at some point makes like three more cars, but a fifth Batmobile showed up in the 60s on tour. Can you tell us how that came to be? Uh, a fan made it, and he used, I think it was a 55 Thunderbird, and just cre- created it out of steel, and it's a really close replica. It was so close that, you know, he was taken around and made uh, George Barris upset, and I think he sued him and, and took and and actually got the car from the guy. They the, they took it from him, and, and that ended up, it's what everybody thinks is the fifth Batmobile that George Barris had, you know. And Barris did t- and that one's metal bottle, body, yeah, correct? Yeah, metal body. The first one's metal, the, the original car, and that one's metal. The rest of them are fiberglass. And and uh, they trade hands. I guess they were the most valuable movie car in the world, I guess, the 66 uh, Batmobile. 66, well, uh, the 66 Batmobile sold for $4.2 million, the original number one car, you know. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, I think the James Bond, the the, the DB5, or I, I can't remember. It, it brought way on up there, you know. But, I know one of the original Bond cars, I think the Goldfinger car was stolen out of a, a storage in Miami or something years ago and has never surfaced again. Have you heard that? Uh, now, the one that I heard that stole out of storage in Miami was James Dean's death car, the 550 Spider. That could be. Uh, I, I heard it was stolen out of Miami. And there's a, still a million dollar reward if you if you know and it was a I mean it was nothing left of it it was tore all to pieces you know but there's still a million dollar I think the Volo Museum in Chicago has offered a million dollars for anybody leading to the you know right it's, set. it's somewhere I think it's some sheik's got it over there in Arabia sitting in some showroom and he's pointing at it saying there it is. You know, <laughs> you know, Rusty, it's so current news, but I understand the original Bullet Mustang has finally showed up out that's, of hiding. That's right, you know, and, and forever they thought there was just that one. And I, ne- I never, I always thought there's two of them that just come up. The stunt car and the, the, the hero car just showed up. That's right. The stunt so, car was in Mexico, correct? It was in Mexico. You know, they kept saying they destroyed them. But, I, you know, you take a Mustang in that, at that year, you know, that was a 68, and the movie just came out. It was a brand new car. And it wasn't banged up that bad. You just don't take that to a, a no. wrecking yard, and it, it's going to disappear. And it did, you know. It ended up in Mexico, and then the the other one. I always heard it. I think it's not very far from where I'm at. You know, I'd always heard that it was around here, close, right up in the edge of Kentucky. And, and I it, searched. And that's searched right. Search, but you know, it, they finally. I think with the other one coming out, the, finding the other one, they knew that right now is the time they're going to do anything with that car they better do it now because the, the guys are like probably running wide open to get the other one ready too you know well you have the original on display in your museum you know how many millions of toys have been made of the green fast and furious eclipse and you have yeah. the car you have the real you have the one-to-one toy model yeah i got the i got lucky you know i've had that car probably i'd say 10 years maybe you know it, i like you know just the movie part of it. I, I didn't buy it because, but once you know and then paul walker got killed in the car wreck and then everybody you know i've had every kind of museum you think kyle wanting to buy it you know but uh it's a you know 
when you think of Fast and Furious, most of the people, they think of that green eclipse. Or That's the right. Super, you know, it's got so saturated with everything else. The Charger, uh, you know, the, but the Charger, they use it throughout the movies, you know, so it's kind of saturated more than the first original cars, you know. Whatever happened to the Ghostbusters car? The Ghostbusters car, Sony Entertainment still owns both screen-used Ghostbuster cars. One of them, the sad thing is, one of them they restored. When the video game came out a few years ago, right? they took, it was in both of them really bad shape for years, sitting on a back lot, but they took parts off the second car to fix the first car. I don't know why you just don't go and get parts from somewhere else, but they used parts off the other car to restore the the the, the number one car. But they still got both of them. If you see it, you know, you go in these museums, you know, it'll say, if you see a Ghostbuster car, it's not real. It's the screen used one is at Sony Studios. The Ecto-1. Mm-hmm. Ecto-1. It's a 59-millimeter uh, combination. Even when the, the car was rotted in bad shape, it was never in as bad a shape as that last Ghostbuster film they produced. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about the Hardcastle and McCormick car? Wasn't that a like a kit car to start with, and you have the car? based on a Mana Mirage, but the front end was different, and, you know, they either, they, some people say, I think it was basically the guy took that car and customized it, but you know, he kind of claims like it's all, but I think they basically took a Mana Mirage and custom put different lights and scoops and, you know, changed the back glass on it. But uh, if you wanted something that kind of looked, you know, you could make it look exactly like, but a Mana Mirage 70s kit car is what you want to start out with, you know, to make it. And you've got Knight Rider over there on display as well. Yeah, Knight Rider. Some, I got some old, some old boy from Arkansas to drum me up a dash for that car. Can you imagine that? You never know what you're going to find in Arkansas. Well, uh, we're talking here with Rusty Robinson. He owns the TV and movie car museum in Jackson, Tennessee. Tell us exactly where we can find the museum. Maybe somebody, somebody this weekend wants to run over and check you yeah, out. It's a 323 Hollywood Drive, Jackson, Tennessee, about three miles off the interstate. Take the take 79 exit, uh, go three miles. I'm right there on the right. On Hollywood? Do you say Hollywood Boulevard? Hollywood Drive. Hollywood Drive. Is there a website? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Rusty's TV and Movie Cars dot com or Facebook. You, you find Rusty's TV and Movie Car Museum on Facebook. Man, and that's probably the most the latest information I can swap out real easy. Press, I'm changing stuff out or whatever. Facebook page is the best place to, that's to right. catch up with me. Well, thanks so much for talking with us, Rusty. Uh, Scott Romine for Guatney Unplugged. We'll be tell back. Mom I said hey. <laughs> I sure will. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Y'all have a great week.